How can I find the courage to take the first step on my new path? Dear creative mind, this is the question we'll explore together in today's episode. Dear creative mind, welcome. This podcast is a space I created for us to explore the depth, textures, and intricacies of our creative mind. My name is Pascal, and I'll be your guide, helping you navigate your rebellious path. I know our creative mind sometimes gets lost in the maze of our imagination or sidetracked by the stories of our inner critic. On this podcast, you'll find grounding meditations to soothe your mind, coaching notes to help you find more focus and flow, and conversations with other creatives to inspire you in the hopes of helping you better understand and take care of your whole creative self. I really do hope you enjoyed this episode. Today's episode will be a little bit different. So I will be reading a letter that I wrote to my email community back in the winter of 2022. I believe it was February or March. And it's about taking a first step on a new path. I hope you enjoy it. Wildflower, the bravest and most difficult decision may have already been taken. Venturing out of the safe path to step on an unpaved road, yours. Choosing to follow what's true over what's familiar. You've decided to opt out of the shoulds of social programming, cultural norms, and family standards so you could live in alignment with your truth. This is the beginning of a huge unlearning and relearning adventure. You're no longer relying on the outside world to decide for you, which means you get to choose and make your own decisions, despite them not being accepted, valued, or even understood. This brave decision unfolds many other questions as you're standing in front of that blank canvas full of open spaces patiently waiting for you to make that first mark. What do I really want? What would that look like concretely? How do I contribute to what's meaningful for me? What form does it take? And as you ask those questions, doubt may start to creep in. Is this really what I want? Does it even make sense? What if it doesn't work out? Is this indulgent or delusional? What's the best way to make it happen? And who am I to do this? In theory, making that first mark is quite simple. In reality, it's not that easy. We can get lost in overthinking its shape, color, texture. We may have chosen to listen to our soul's nudges and follow our heart's desires. But somehow, here we are back into our head, wrestling with the inner critic. We may freeze in place, paralyzed by the fear of making the wrong first mark. We may convince ourselves it might be better to put the material away and start tomorrow. We may outsource our power and look for someone else to make that decision for us. We may tell ourselves that we don't have the skills to make that first mark. We may spend hours going back and forth on the perfect hue of red. 
we may wrestle with a part of us that convinces us we're too much or not enough. We remain immobilized by the anxiety of taking that step, stumbling, falling on our face and being shamed for it. We wait to be ready. We wait to be certain. We wait to make sure we'll get it right. Wildflower, you may stumble along the way, trying to find your footing, but you cannot possibly get your own path wrong. Being certain, confident, and calm about making that first mark could only possibly mean one thing, that you've walked on this path before, and this is not the case right now. The belief that we need to be ready, certain, and get that first mark just right is also part of the old stories we've been telling ourselves as we kept walking on the wrong, yet familiar path. These are narratives we've been reciting as bedtime stories while putting our truth to sleep. What's getting in the way of making that first mark is not being unclear about what to do. In fact, we're not really supposed to. What's getting in the way is our inability to trust ourselves, listen to our inner wisdom, and follow what feels true. We don't need to feel clear and confident about every step we'll be taking on that path. What we need is to have our own back. And ultimately, that's what trusting yourself means here. Holding yourself through the bumps and gathering the courage to get back up when you do fall. Believing, I will take that step because deep down I know this is right for me. I know and I accept who I am and I trust that I can navigate the consequences of that decision. This adventure that you're embarking on requires you to seek for your inner wisdom over external guidance, using your truth as the north on your inner compass, and surrendering to its guidance. Yet, it may feel challenging to trust yourself right now. Maybe you've betrayed yourself many times before, telling yourself you'll do something and ghosting yourself, voicing out a need and bypassing it, dishonoring your truth. Learning to trust ourselves is a process, and it is quite challenging to do when we haven't created space to really listen to our truth, to our desires, vision, values, gifts, life lessons, and identity. Which brings us to this question, what is my truth? Building your inner compass, this internal navigation system of some sort, can help you distill your truth and use it as a grounding anchor. This can lead the way back home to ourselves, understanding who you are, what you want, and what you need will help you set guidelines to facilitate this decision-making process and avoid the overthinking that can often arise. So as you surrender to this unknowing, you can choose to ground yourself into your inner wisdom and in what you do know, what feels true to you at any moment. And now, as you do, 
you may start to hear another voice trying to bring you back on the paved road. The inner critic. This part of us is not out to get us or destroy us. It's there to protect us by keeping us in our comfort zone, safely sheltered from any danger like rejection, judgment, or shame. It's a relentless warrior that's shielding the wounded part of us in the only way it knows how to. And sometimes that looks like rejecting ourselves before anyone else gets to, or keeping ourselves small to avoid being seen and potentially judged. Convincing ourselves that something is dangerous is definitely a very effective way to stay safe. Judging, rejecting, and bullying ourselves before anyone else gets to is also a very effective way of never getting hurt. It's also incredibly suffocating. Dear creative mind, this is an invitation to stop fighting your inner critic. This is an invitation to befriend it, to collaborate with it. Perhaps its protective nature can be used in a way that serves you better, and you can ask them, what if my difference was not something to hide? What if you protected my truth? What if you held on to my weirdness as a precious treasure? Instead of trying to get rid of our inner critic, I'd invite us to open up a dialogue with this part of us and build a closer relationship with it. Maybe there's a way to team up so that you can rewrite stories that allow you to align with your truth while unlearning the ones that kept you hidden. Wildflower, your capacity to imagine, create, feel, or love goes beyond what has been set by society. And maybe that's a beautiful thing about you. Your beautiful mess and your wildness cannot be tamed. And maybe it's time to own that. Maybe the first mark on your new path also gets to be wild, unconventional and creative. And maybe you can finally allow yourself to color outside the lines. Thank you for listening to this episode. I know it was a bit different. I'm trying out something and I'm reading to you a past letter. And if ever you enjoyed this letter, if ever you enjoyed the episode, I would love for you to share it with a friend and I would love for you to join the community. I send a letter just like this one every first of the month and I package it in a PDF with journaling prompts and a poem and certain tools and practices to help you navigate a certain topic. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode and we'll talk soon. Thank you for having this conversation or meditation with me today. And because it is a conversation, you're always welcome to reach out and let me know what came up for you. If this episode felt supportive, please share it with a friend and take a quick minute to leave a rating and a review it means the world to me when you support the podcast. And if you're curious about working with me as your private coach, you can learn more at DearCreativeMind.com. That's also where you can find more resources to support you and also join our monthly gathering, The Creative Playground. 
Thank you so much for being here today and we'll speak again very soon.